You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hey, Tony! Hey, Tony! Hey! Pretty boy. Tony. It's Tuesday with Tony Cass on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, don't want to keep Tony waiting. Uh, the election coverage continues here on 93 WIBC, as it will all night long. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. And we're going to hook up live with Tony Katz from Tuesdays with Tony. Uh, Tony, we had Cindy Carrasco, GOP, uh, you know, race for prosecutor here in Marion County. I told her it was, I thought it was the most important race in the state. And I know there's statewide elections like Secretary of State, Senate. What do you think is the most important race in Indiana before we kind of expand outward and look at the nation? I don't know if if I have uh, anything that is particularly the most important race. I think that this race for prosecutor is extremely important. So what is it that uh, the people of Marion County want? Do they want to vote for the RD after the name, or do they want something better than what they have right now? Do they want something that works? If they're not happy with what they have, they have to be asking themselves what they can do about it. And if they're they're told that they can't do anything about it, because after all, you can't vote uh, for uh, for somebody with an R after the name or whatever the case may be. Well, then this is this is what they're stuck with. And it seems to me that they shouldn't be people who put themselves in a position to be stuck with anything. That seems silly. So, Tony, you were on the air this morning when the polls opened up statewide across Indiana. What was some of the feedback you were getting? Did it feel like uh, there was excitement for Hoosiers to go vote today? What kind of feedback did you get? Uh, so uh, a couple of things. I mean, I, I went to the polls after the, the morning show. I, I figured there were like... 20 plus people ahead of me in line when when uh, my wife and I got there and uh, then when we got to the front of the line there were maybe 40 plus people uh, behind me is it the most I've ever seen in in a polling place I can't I can't recall but I, I didn't I didn't look around to see what the energy was I'm usually just trying to stay very much out of the way let me vote let me leave I, I'm not I'm not interested in conversation. I'm not interested. How's your day? My day is none of your business. I just want to vote, and then I want to. <laughs> I want to move on. Like that's that's totally it. Um, so, uh, I I don't know if it, it was excitement, right? Uh, I, I haven't heard of real problems in Indiana like we've heard about these issues with with the the ballots in Maricopa County, which is where Phoenix is in Arizona, yeah. um, and th- and those issues. Um, so I I, w- I would say to you that. Uh, so far, everyone, everything seems uh, so good. But if the amount of people is the conversation about enthusiasm, then, yeah, I've seen a whole bunch of people. Any other races nationwide that are on your radar that maybe people generally aren't paying attention to? Uh, I think that we're all so very uh, dialed in because this is about control of the Senate. And already we're, we know we're going to get control of the house republicans are going to control the house is is how i should should say that um i I don't think i've been paying uh you know undue attention to that pennsylvania race i don't think i've been paying undue attention to the arizona senate race or that new hampshire senate race which is still fascinating uh to me i think the oklahoma governor's race where uh ken stitt uh kevin stitt sorry um was in a was in a bad spot uh, and was was losing in that Oklahoma race to Joy Hoffmeister, and then uh, the stories uh, about uh, Hoffmeister, whether it be about uh, policing uh, or, or so, some other issues, have started to come uh, to to the surface, and this has really 
had, had an effect on her and Hoffmeister, somebody who was a Republican, then switched to the Democratic Party. Um, and uh, wait, 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 was she was? She, yeah, I think it was her. I think it was her who who did that. So it, it became this real fascinating kind of kind of race going on there. Uh, I think Stitt pulls it out, which um, I, I'd be uh, happy to to see. Uh, but that's a race that I'm paying attention to. So you mentioned Pennsylvania. Let's go back to Pennsylvania for just a moment because we're already hearing that. Well, it might be three, four days until we find out what's going on. Could be weeks until we get a uh, conclusion on what's happening in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court has already stated that if there are no dates on those mail-in ballots, you got to throw them out. They do not count. But the Fetterman team, they're kind of laying the groundwork to challenge that. I want to get your thoughts on what we're hearing from Pennsylvania. Uh, so, uh, I, a couple of, of things, and I, I've got people somehow thinking that I didn't, uh, address this uh, properly. Uh, the Philadelphia conversation, um, where they're upset that they have to actually compare who's on the voter rolls and who voted in person to who voted absentee to make sure people haven't voted twice. Like somehow that's, that's a problem. Um, Philadelphia and Pennsylvania as a whole have uh, gone about this idea or people have gone about the idea that somehow the votes there are going to take for forever to count because of their rules. Um, For a lot of people, that's indicative of a problem because it breeds the opportunity for, for the opportunity for fraud. And people are concerned. They, there's a lack of faith. There's a lack of trust. We we know this. Uh, but I think the, the, the bigger story here is what you're talking about, Hammer, that the Fetterman campaign is suing, suing as of today, to say just because someone didn't date something right or sign something right doesn't mean that their vote shouldn't count. But rules are rules. If we don't have rules, what do we have? And their answer is, yeah, we don't care about rules. We care about trying to guilt you into accepting that vote, even though that vote is improper. It's rather obscene. Uh, And it's exactly the kind of theft, the kind of opportunity for theft that we are wholly opposed to and we don't want to have happen. But Pennsylvania Democrats seem totally fine with it. Totally, totally fine with it. And it is absurd. Pennsylvania, a place known for uh, its fracking and its coal industry. You have Joe Biden over the weekend saying, yeah, we're going to end coal. Yeah, we're just going to end it. Um, and had, you know, guys like Manchin from his own party criticizing him. Uh, I mean, what was Joe Biden thinking, or was he, or do you... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You, you lost me. You, you almost sounded like Joe Biden there for a second. What, do you mean? <laughs> what, what What did he say? He said he's done with coal. He, didn't he play that clip over the weekend? Oh, good Lord. He oh, said he's that's with, right. That's right. He's he, going to end it in drilling. Gonna yes, end drilling. Uh, we're, we're, we're no longer going to have coal. We're going to be reliant on wind and solar. Four days before an election <laughs> where Pennsylvania's on the line, we're done with coal. He is a special kind of stupid. <laughs> Um, and 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 I, I you know I hate to use the expression, but I, I assume I'm quoting uh, somebody else. I'm like I'm I'm quoting probably Oscar Goodman, the former mayor of Las, uh, of Las Vegas, when when I say that. Um, the 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 way that the administration tried to clean up what he said. Oh. Um, it's the, the, these are embarrassing people yeah. in embarrassing times, and we should note that solar and wind don't work. 
If they worked, that'd be great, but they don't work. So we have to stop pretending that they do work and recognize that while it may be coal, it may be fracking, it, it, it may be oil, it may be a mix of all three, it could be hydrogen and nuclear for all I know. Only thing I know for sure is that it's not solar and not wind. They don't work. Tuesdays with Tony Katz here on 93 WIBC. What did you think of Donald Trump over the weekend taking a shot across the bow at Ron DeSanctimonious just, just a couple dumb. of days for the election? Just, look, I, I expect nothing else from Trump. I, I got into a whole conversation yesterday about what does it mean that he's going to be first to announce he's going to try and clear the field. And the answer is, does, the question is, does it keep anybody out? And the answer is, not really. I don't think it does anything to DeSantis, because why would he announce now? That guy can wait a year. A year. Let let Trump burn himself out to the extent that that guy could burn himself out. Let people get tired of his crap and be looking for something else. But DeSantis doesn't have to panic. Pompeo doesn't have to panic. Governor Greg Abbott doesn't have to panic. None of these people do who may want to get in the race. Now... People like Cruz or Rubio, if they want to get in the race, I think they've got a, a harder issue with Trump being in early and clearing out and demanding fealty and loyalty right from the start, which he's going to learn doesn't come. The real question is, does a MAGA base, if you, to the extent that there's a MAGA base, want Trump or do they want to win? I want to be in the place where they want to win because if they want Trump, that's idol worship. And man, am I freaked out about idol worship. All right, Tony. Some people play fantasy football. Let's do a little fantasy election here. For argument's sake, just play along with me here. Let's say that Ron DeSantis looks like he's going to be the guy. He is going to win the Republican primary over Donald Trump. Do you think Trump is petty enough to run as a third party just to try to screw over Ron DeSantis. Ah, <laughs> uh, eh, maybe, possibly. Eh. Everything is possible. Everything is on the table at all times when it comes to Trump. I'm just, we're so far ahead of the game <laughs> that I just, I just make it stop. <laughs> just make it blanking stop already. All right, my man. I'm sure we know what's coming up tomorrow morning on the, uh, the big shows, but uh, give us a little preview. Oh, sure. We'll be discussing Joe Biden's favorite pudding recipes. Oh, good. It's about time he did something that he knows what he's talking about. Right. So it's going to be all right. It's going to be a good time had by all. So join me at 6 a.m. <laughs> he is Tony. on social media at Tony Katz. Facebook is Tony Katz Radio. TK, thank you. Always. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.